sort of Mary. What about Mary Magdalene? Because that was the only Mary I could think of. It's the only one that exists. <laughs> is that who you hail when you hail Mary? Mary no, Magdalene? No, what was Jesus' mum's name? That was Mary as well, right? Jesus? No, what was Jesus' Jesus's mum's name? It was Joshua, it was Mary. Yeah, and Joseph, not Joshua. But wasn't Mary Magdalene the chick that he fucked? Yes, that's why the Bible's completely inbred. <laughs> Hello! <laughs> sorry, I was going to go into it then. <laughs> oh, sorry, Oh, uh, you ruined it now. Okay, it's fine. It's fine. <clears throat> we'll have a normal start for a change, okay. shall we? We won't <laughs> blabber on. <laughs> well, that incestuous blasphemy. <laughs> which is our lifestyle. Anyway. <laughs> Hello, and welcome to the How I Ripped Off the Buffy the Vampire Slayer podcast. Episode 3, I'm mm. Chip Thompson, and I'm joined by MC. That would be... Me? I say that every time. I fell in need to change it up a bit. Is it become, no, I think it should just be your catchphrase. Okay. You know, one of the quirks of the uh, the podcast. What is, a wacky, that's your thing. wacky catchphrase. Yep. That would be me. <laughs> the wacky computer genius. <laughs> um, this is episode three, and we are bringing you season two, episode two, Bound. Mm-hmm. Uh, what has happened uh, in the first episode, MC? Where are we in the story? Well, um, God. Yep, forgotten? Things happen. No, 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 no. I was just taking a, a pause to remember. So, oh, uh, drama. Yes. Yes, yes, yeah. Dramatic pause. That would be me. Yes, that's all you. <laughs> uh, so we went back to uh, the mansion several months. Months, yeah, after the end of season one, yeah. Um, MC is there with uh, Louise and Jay. Mm-hmm. Chip is nowhere to be found. Well, I or mean, he did turn up at, at the, end the end of the episode. Yeah, did, yeah. Did, Sorry, just shit all over the drama of it. But, um, that's fine. Yeah. He was missing for a long time. Yeah. Things are very bleak for the gang, you know. They it's, were a uh, bit grim. Yeah, MC's lost a hand, mm-hmm. Louise is in a wheelchair, Jay's poor. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, <laughs> and uh, yeah, but they, they kind of picked up a little bit. They had a case in episode one. They, they solved did. the thing. It went it was well. Quite boring, I'm not going to lie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and then Chip turned up on their doorstep right at the very end. Mm. Um, also, uh, <laughs> I was extremely horrified oh, by the writing of the last episode because not in terms of the quality for once. No, no. I mean, I was actually. I mean, the plotting and stuff hasn't progressed. It's the same. Yeah. But just in terms of the politics and the gender uh, roles, mm. and it was really hideous. And I uh, am actually very ashamed that I wrote that <laughs> some seventeen years ago. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. So I'm looking forward to more of that. <laughs> Shall we get into it? Let's. This is season two, episode two, Bound. Previously on Tomorrow Gason. There was a knock at the door. Bollocks. He thought. Not again. He marched down to the front door, praying it was someone he could punch for interrupting his loving time. <laughs> <laughs> he opened the door revealing a man he recognised. Chip. (gasps) As Chip stepped out of the shower, he continued what he'd spent most of the time in there doing. Thinking. (laughs) I wonder if that was an intentional innuendo or if that's just not. No, I don't think so. Also, where's Chip in the shower? I want to find out. He was well aware that his friends would have questions, difficult questions, about where he'd been and why he'd suddenly come back. Oh, okay, so there's been a bit of time passed since the end of the last episode to where mm. we are now. Mm. Uh, maybe he hasn't showered in a few months? That sounds like me. Yeah. Chip didn't really want to answer them, but he would do his best. The cold water ran down his spine, causing him to shudder. The towel dropped to the floor, and Chip put some fresh clothes on. <laughs> it almost it was going a bit pornographic there. <laughs> I have questions, though. Why is he taking a cold shower? Why is he getting changed in the shower? 
At no point does it say he's got a towel on as the water. I guess maybe he's it's the water droplets out of the shower. Right. Yeah, okay. So it must be that. Okay, that makes more sense. He's having a cold shower because that's what people <gasps> do in films. Do you think he like brushed his face with cold water? Yes. Oh yes. His room in the mansion didn't look any different from where he left, give or take the odd bit of dust. Looking around the room, Chip wondered what he'd missed and what was going to be in store for everyone now he was back. Only time would tell, and at the present moment, it was time to face the music. He slowly walked towards the stairs. Very brooding. Very, very brooding. Mm, Cold showers. Yeah, towels on the floor. Wanking. Floppy dicks. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I want to I wanna know what happens though Chip's back Chip's back I get to do a voice in this episode Yay. <laughs> Yay Maybe one of us should go up there Said Jay Just to make sure he hasn't done another runner Why would he come home just to leave again? Louise asked Before Jay got the chance to answer Chip came down the stairs He looked clean and fresh now See I told you I hadn't shouted in a few months Below his chin A white scar that continued down his shirt Glistened in the mansion's light of course, where uh, Jack cut, cut him yeah, in half. Well, yeah, not in half, not but like, yeah, that was... obviously he survived, he's here. Um, but yeah, it's a glistening scar. It still sounds slightly pornographic, <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I think that's just your taste. I mean, yeah, it could be. <laughs> he looked at the faces of his friends. They all looked worried for him. Even MC, who Chip expected to be angry. I'm sorry. His voice was croaky and maybe a little bit sexy. <laughs> like he. <laughs> I'm sorry. His voice was croaky, like he hadn't spoken in months. MC walked towards his fellow ninja and extended his hand. Not his stump, I'm guessing, I'm guessing his actual hand. <laughs> Chip, surprised by the gesture, placed his hand in MC's, who smiled. Welcome home, he said. Chip also smiled, and the two shared a manly hug. <laughs> Not a womanly one, or like an uh, like a gay one. Uh, no, it was manly. Oh, Jesus I bet we like Christ. slapped each other on the back as yeah, well. Yeah, quick know. shot to the balls. Yes. <laughs> and you can't do two hands either. You know, you can't do both arms. Oh, no, you have no. to do the one. Yeah, one, one arm, arm. Right, right, pat on the back. Like yeah. yes, man. Okay, no more than two seconds. <laughs> one and a half, maybe. Jane Louise came over to join them. It was a happy occasion. Their friend and colleague had returned. It's weird that they're colleagues. I, mean, I know they've kind of got this business thing going that only really came to head last episode, but uh, colleagues? Maybe they're just sort of emphasising that role now that they can't just sponge off Jay all the time anymore. <laughs> they've actually got to pull their finger out. No. Oh, but what an emotional happy moment. Chip's back and he's with the gang and he sounds different, but yeah, yeah it's fine. MC wanted to smack the bastard across his face, really. Oh, okay, never mind. <laughs> But for now, he was glad to see Chip back, but he still wanted answers. So what the hell happened? He asked. Well, Chip began. His voice starting to return. Thank I'm sorry. God. Yeah. Well, well, <laughs> Chip began. His voice starting to return. Before Jack turned up with Army, <laughs> I had been doing a lot of thinking about shortening my sentences at the same time. About the prophecy and other stuff. Oh, yeah, one of them was prophecies mm. to die. Oh, yeah. That was a thing. Callback. The prophecy. <laughs> prophecy. <laughs> it got on top of me and I couldn't cope. So when Jack sliced me open, I thought it was the end and I took off. <laughs> Crawling at first, I made it to a woodland just down the road. I gave up hope and passed out. I was sure I was going to die and so were all you guys. Uh, Seems legit. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. Not sure why he crawled away. That's kind of what. But I guess when you get slit in half, you're not really thinking straight. So. Some things didn't make sense to MC. 
but he let Chip continue. But then I woke up and it was morning. Things in my head weren't clear and I was confused. I can't explain what happened, truly. It was like kind of depression slash amnesia. <laughs> that well-known doctor. <laughs> doctor, I think I've got depression slash amnesia. Well, I don't know and I'm so sad. Who are you? Who did I phone? What's the point in phoning? <laughs> I like that I wrote slash amnesia as well and not just did the slash line. <laughs> I can't explain what happened, truly. It was like some kind of depression slash amnesia. I didn't know who I was or what was real. I like how he's not explaining how he was absolutely fine after <laughs> getting sliced open. He just woke up. Lucky a, a, a passing kindly squirrel <laughs> stitched me up. Well, it's obviously his ninja healing ability. Oh, so. that's true, true. So what did you do? Asked Louise. I just lived like a homeless guy, sleeping on the streets, eating whatever I could get my hands on. Slowly I started to regain little things, like my mum's name, where I lived, why I had a massive cut down my chest. I started to come to my senses and eventually one day I realised where I belonged. Here. So what do you say? Can I come back? That depends. The voice came from behind where Chip was standing. It was Shinno Khan, if you couldn't already tell with the voice and... It could have been any other Asian. <laughs> that depends. The voice came from behind where Chip was standing. It was Shinno Khan. Also, he's appeared, so drink. Yeah. Do you feel ready? Ooh. Well, how do we feel about Chip being returned? And, uh, well, mm. obviously, I don't trust him. Um, well, I mean, he, he kept that hug going for a bit too long. <laughs> 2.3 seconds. But come on, you've got to be kind to someone who's had depression slash amnesia. It's true. They've been so sad and they don't know why. <laughs> The buzzer on the intercom went, and Dr. Louis Amador answered. His secretary informed him of the patient who waited outside. Can I do the accent? Can yes, I do my accent? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Send him in. He said in his thick South American accent. Oh, God, I'm so hard right now. <laughs> I know you like my South American accent. It's very good. Dr. Amador had been practicing medicine for around a decade now, and over that time he'd become a fairly well-known physiotherapist. So well known, in fact, that he had to escape from his homeland in Venezuela, as well as Britain, France and Australia. <laughs> well, uh, the cops raid the physiotherapist. <laughs> yeah. We heard there's a physiotherapist around No, no, I'm a chiropractor. You've been illegally fixing people. <laughs> hey man, you want a physio? <laughs> I'll let you walk straight, I promise. But things had been going okay in Japan, and no one had yet to suspect a thing about him. Hmm, so he's shady right from the start. Well, he is a physiotherapist. <laughs> it's true, the most shady of all therapists. <laughs> Two of his patients had already died in the brief six months Louis' practice had been open, but the police had yet to suspect him. If people die going to see a physio... <laughs> I mean, surely that's not going to be like, oh yeah, he died on the operating table, sorry Mr. <laughs> Policeman, it's going to be... I was massaging a knot in his shoulder <laughs> and I accidentally uh, broke his spine. <laughs> Two of his patients had already died in the brief six months Louis' practice had been open, but the police had yet to suspect him. All he'd had to deal with was a few awkward questions from Detective Lockhart, Ooh. but that was all. I'm glad Tifa's getting more of a mention in this, uh, I in this season. I see my sexy Tifa voice. Oh, I can't wait. Hope he, her and Louis have a chat and we can just get <gasps> off on it. He pulled open his desk drawer, spelt wrong, and fished out the ceremonial blood. Not the normal blood, the ceremonial blood. Ceremonial blood. blood. <laughs> which was disguised in the form of pills, <laughs> which he used to kill all his sacrifices. I'm a physiotherapist. I'm prescribing you <laughs> drugs. And it's ceremonial blood in pill form. 
No one would ever suspect. To be fair, yes, probably. Yeah. They all believed these pills would aid their recovery from numerous injuries, but they just made each person's blood boil before the body self-combusted. <laughs> hey, it's different, right? Have you ever seen a show where like, someone gives someone pills, ceremonial blood form pills, and then their blood boils and their body self-combusts? The thing is, like, <laughs> I feel that this plot wouldn't be out of place in like the first season of Buffy. Thank you, I'll take that as it's a compliment. It's not much of a stretch. <laughs> I mean, this is me ripping off Buffy, so... Oh, yeah, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> Just 17 more to go, and the Dark Lord, Sulkman... <laughs> Would grant him the power of his choice. I like how specific it is as well. Is there like a contract that you sign? <laughs> the Dark Lord Salkman. That's a good name. <laughs> well, domination seemed about as good as anything for Dr. Amador, and Mr. Jensen would mean that just 16 more would be right. needed to reach his goal. Okay, so his next victim is Mr. Jensen. Mm. Louis wiped the sweat from his brow. Excitement always got the best of him during his killing. The door opened, and Mr. Jensen, crutches and all, came in. A good morning. The Doctor grinned. Ooh, we've so we've got an episode bad guy to deal Ooh, with here. He's a Latin bad boy. I <laughs> like him. Sexy and dangerous. Shinokar knew nothing of boredom or impatience, but it seemed like a lifetime since he'd seen his two pupils together again. As he watched the gang get reacquainted, he couldn't help but wonder why he couldn't sense Chip before he returned to the mansion. Oh yeah, in the previous mm. episode, Shinokar said he hadn't been able to locate Chip. Mm. Must have been that depression slash amnesia. <laughs> It's the, one of the uh, lesser-known side effects is that you can't get detected by magical Japanese ninja masters. Chinese ninja masters. Chinese ninja masters. Japanese masters right. Sorry, yeah, yeah. could, but yeah, not yeah, Chinese no ones. Chinese. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe he needed some ceremonial blood pills and uh, then he'd be fine. So what happened to you? Chip asked Louise. She didn't mind the question, despite the fact she'd been asked it a million times before. The night we were attacked, I was pushed down the stairs. I fractured a couple of discs in my back and severely bruised my spine. So, I have a couple yeah. of prolapse discs. Yeah. I'm not in a wheelchair. I feel like maybe I didn't research this so well, you know. I don't know. The, uh, I don't know. Do you have a severely bruised spine? No, that's, that's probably that not it. That's the difference. Yeah, yeah that would yeah. be it. Chip looked embarrassed and wished he hadn't asked. Louise tried to make him feel better. It's okay, she said softly. Was that softly enough? It was soft. It's okay, she said softly. It's not permanent. And I'm going to be starting physiotherapy soon. <gasps> oh, no. oh no. That's a point. I better go and ring my doctor to find when I start. Oh no. Oh, I can, I can tell where this is going straight away. <laughs> I, I can't. I can't <laughs> possibly guess what would be next. I hope you do do like a bait and switch and it's an entirely different physio who's really nice. We just never mentioned Dr. Amador ever again. <laughs> Chip watched Louise wheel herself to the phone. She hadn't changed at all. Well, apart from the whole disabled thing. <laughs> but she was still all right, you know. You could have a laugh with her. Wheel her around, you know. Yeah. He turned his attention to MC. So, have I missed any unspeakable evil or world-threatening creatures of hell? Let me think. MC thought for a few seconds. Mm, nope. It's been really quiet. Who knows? Maybe it'll pick up now you're back. Jay wanted to add his happiness of Chip's return, but his emotions got the better of him. He dodged upstairs, claiming of something in his eye. Carry on, carry on. <laughs> no. <laughs> Next yeah. line. <laughs> oh, I've got to prepare myself for this one. Okay, do it, do it, do it. What's wrong with him? Chip asked MC. 
ever since he lost all of his wealth, has been like a little girl <laughs> whining all the time, <laughs> complaining about how bad the coffee is. Now it's the cheap stuff. He did that in the last episode. <laughs> <laughs> he did. Uh, when I saw the first of those sentences, I thought it was going to be worse than it was. Yeah. Like, yeah it's still not okay. No, but... it's really not. Yeah. Well, it's nice to know that not everything has changed. You're still ginger. Really? He nodded in MC's direction. Oh, God. Louise is still sexy, oh, and Jay is still a little bitch. Oh, wow. Oh, God. I feel like oh. something must have damaged me at the time. I wrote the first season, which was terrible, but, you know, get away with it. And then, I, like, something's happened where I've started to write season two, and I've just become a massive cunt. I feel like this is, you know when Buffy got progressively darker, right? Uh, so you this, think this is, is your uh... attempt at being darker, but instead you're just being misogynist. Yeah, that sounds accurate, actually. <laughs> MC and Chip enjoyed the moment. Picking on Jay was always good for a few cheap laughs, and it broke the ice with MC. Okay, so we're back to being mean to Jay. So that was a recurring theme. It's the only way we can actually express our friendship uh, and uh, like for each other. Because, <laughs> you know, we've already hugged once. So that's enough for this year. So Now we can be dicks again. MC and Chip enjoyed the moment. Picking on Jay was always good for a few cheap laughs, and it broke the ice with MC. He no longer felt angry towards Chip. <laughs> All he had to do made up. was just deflect his anger onto a completely defenceless, innocent target. Someone who's funded us for an entire year, given us all his money, risked his life for us. No, little bitch, that's what we're going to call him. And the broad is still hot. Still <laughs> Despite a lack burned. of legs. <laughs> She's got, still got a hole, isn't she? Oh. Cut no. <laughs> <laughs> Shinno Khan also smiled. Is he going to pick on Jay now as well? Uh. He felt the joy in MC's soul, although something still clouded Chips. Before he could get a hold of it, Louise came back. She was excited. I start my physio tomorrow! Her cheeky grin spread across her face. Why is that so exciting? MC asked. Because I'm better, it'll be some sort of hunky guy who just happens to be single and gives great body massages. Because I'm better, it'll be... I'm betting? I think it's... Yeah, I'm, because, because I'm betting. betting. Okay, right. Yeah. That makes more sense. Yeah. But what if it's... Louise interrupted Chip before he could finish. No! Hunky guy, she stated. As fascinating as that sounds, I'm sure Chip needs his rest. Said Shinno Khan. We will talk more in the morning. He does that a fair amount. Or maybe it's just happened twice in this season, but... Well, he tells them to, like, go to bed and something will happen in the morning and... Ah. He, I mean... Hmm. Maybe it's since MC destroyed time earlier that uh, he has to be like, well, it's bedtime now, so off you go. He's breaking the fourth wall, I think. <laughs> the session with Mr. Jensen, which kind of rhymes, had gone pretty well. Dr. Amador had shown him some good techniques that would certainly ease his pain, at least until sometime tonight when his whole body sort of exploded. <laughs> that's not me making fun of the writing, that's actually how it's written. Louis Amador was good at his job, which was part of the reason why he got so many patients, but he wanted more. All of his sacrifices would one day allow him to have more. I love the career progression of this guy as well, <laughs> and he was a little like, I want to take over the world, what's the best route? Physiotherapist, <laughs> blood exploding pills, Dark Lord Salkman, done. Also, it says all of his sacrifices would one day allow him to have more. Does that mean more sacrifices or more as in more riches and more power? And I mean, it says why well, he got so many patients, but he wanted more. So I guess he wants like 
to perform physiotherapy on all of the world. <laughs> I kill them all. Oh, maybe he'll wish for everyone to have some sort of ailment in their ah. body that he can fix. Ah. What a crafty devil. He looked down the computer screen on his patient screen. Oh my god. Just two more a little later today, and only one tomorrow. We needed to know that. Louis didn't plan to kill any more patients soon, as it was too much of a risk. He was prepared just to bide his time. So maybe he does that. Maybe he just hops through like different countries and picks well, different people I mean, that's what he said. He has to yeah, leave yeah. when the police start suspecting the physiotherapist <laughs> who winds up with a lot of dead patients. Usually around seven patients, and they're like, they all belong to this one physio, but he's a physio. He's a good man. And their blood has exploded. <laughs> and boiled. There's a clue here. <laughs> the curtains in Chip's room didn't close properly, so hints of the early morning sun beamed into his room. It awoke him from a dream. As he put a t-shirt over his half-naked body... Getting porny again. <laughs> Only about me as well, which yeah. is weird. <laughs> You're joking off to yourself. <laughs> Chip was not wearing a towel now. <laughs> There's an X-rated version that you wrote that you <laughs> accidentally deleted. <laughs> Maybe someone could draw that for us, that would be great. <laughs> As he put a t-shirt over his half-naked body, he tried to recall whether or not it was a good dream. His memory had caused several problems lately because of the depression and the easier thing. Yeah, yeah. His memory had caused several problems lately. Oh well, he thought. Soon that won't matter. Only Jay sat at the breakfast table, which was also the lunch and dinner table throughout different points during the day. <laughs> God, they really are poor, aren't they? <laughs> they, they, don't, got... <laughs> they don't have a special lunch table. <laughs> Morning, Chip said. Jay half acknowledged him by nodding simply behind his Kerrang! magazine. Oh, sorry, that doesn't say Kerrang! That says Kerrang! It's Kerrang! magazine. That's a Japanese version. <laughs> they don't have E's in their English language. Where are Louise and MC? The ninja asks. Ask. MC drove her to a physiotherapist-type bloke. Oh, replied Chip. He reached over and took a piece of toast off of Jay's plate. As the near-cold Marmite-covered sliced reached his mouth, Chip started to laugh. Again, being addicted. <laughs> yeah. I'm just going to steal you. Now I can't steal your food. I'm going to steal. I can't steal your money. I'm going to steal your food. As Chip. As the near, I mean, this is a sentence as well, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. As the near cold marmite covered sliced reached his mouth, Chip started to laugh. <laughs> I won't be surprised if the bloke she sees isn't some kind of kidnapping madman who wants to take over the world. Oh, all right. I'm going to do that again. Thanks for that. Yeah, <laughs> 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 no, I wouldn't be surprised if the bloke she sees isn't some sort of kidnapping madman who wants to take over the world. The two friends shared the joke and made more about Louis's tendency to get abducted. <laughs> oh, that's nice. Jay is oh, joining in. I guess this, this is how they bond. They just <laughs> pick on someone else. Oh, that's nice. It's nice we can all be dicks now. That's yeah. great. Well, that's where we're going to end part one of this mm. episode. Um, not particularly good cliffhanger to end it on, but it's about halfway, so it'll do. Um, I like that little joke about, well, wouldn't it be funny if Louise got kidnapped again? She's going to go see some sort of crazed uh, physiotherapist, which is still weird, even though I've said it a bunch this episode. But a crazed yeah. physiotherapist is the enemy of this episode. <laughs> Maybe it'll turn out he's like the big bad of the whole season oh, too. That'd be amazing. <laughs> what do we think of uh, part one of Bound? Uh, well, I mean, considering it's called Bound, it's quite appropriate that there's a bunch of porny bits with Chip. <laughs> um, 
I found it amusing with all the... We're still dicks. We learn nothing, yes. basically. I think we're worse, somehow. Yeah, we are. I think just, obviously, the quality of the writing has got more horrible and uh, <laughs> deplorable. So, you know, uh, maybe it's just adding to that. Like I, I feel embarrassed saying this stuff out loud as, as someone who wrote it in his teens. Mm-hmm. Um, so maybe we're just picking up on the more of the dickish thing because it seems it's got like more of a vicious streak in it. Or It does, it does, yeah, doesn't it? Yeah, it's not That's nice. Yeah. It's not nice at all, which is a shame because... <laughs> I don't want to be mean to our friends at all, so it's not like nice. You did coin the phrase near cold marmite, which is so evocative <laughs> and unpleasant, so it was a near cold marmite covered sliced reached his mouth. Ugh. <laughs> yeah. Ugh. But hey, we've got some tension going for part two of Bound because Louise mm. uh, I mean we're assuming it still hasn't been said outright, but probably we'll go and see Dr. Amador, the crazed Physiotherapist, yeah, yeah. Can we just talk about that for a second? Blood exploding physiotherapist. (laughs) I think that was probably, like you said, me kind of being very influenced by the first season of Buffy, when it was quite out there in terms of beasts and monsters and stuff like that. So this is me going, what would be different? What haven't we seen on screen before? A physiotherapist (laughs) (laughs) with blood pills, ceremonial blood pills that make your blood boil and your body explode. There's a reason why it hasn't been done on screen before. Very, very good reason. Well, I'm looking forward to part two, in any case, to see how Louise gets on with the crazed physiotherapist, Dr. Amador, and just how horrible I can make myself seem with all the bad writing. Yay! Yay. You're a bad person. Uh...